Welcome to the Bridging Broken to Breakthrough podcast. I am your host, Maria Wingard. Today is a Red Tent conversation where we're continuing part five of the interview with Miss Julia. You're going to need your tissues for this one, as I did. It was one of the hardest parts of any interview I have ever done. As I'm talking about the medical crisis I had with my son, where we almost lost him to diabetes. So grab that box of tissues and settle on in. I feel like I'm very open to other people being involved in my family dynamic. Um, oh, wow. I've never shared this publicly on anything. If I cry, you have to hold my hand. All right. Okay. Because uh, I've not done this yet without crying. Um, when my Jason was interning, um, he was in Portage, Indiana. And uh, we were trying to give him his freedom and his space and, you know, really trying to cultivate that experience of being away from mm-hmm. home. And I was doing my mama's best to only talk to him once a week, mm-hmm. like just really trying to give him that space. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It was coming up on Father's Day weekend. And we had decided to go up there. And I knew, I knew, Miss Julie, I knew my son was dying. And I didn't know how I knew, but I just knew. I knew with everything in me, every alarm bell in my heart and mind was going off. And I was like, there is something wrong. But even before that, just to see the goodness of the hand of the Lord upon the situation, my husband and I, I was like, baby, we got to find a church. Jason hasn't found a church home. Let's, you know, here's the churches in the area. You look, I'll look and and we'll see what stands out to both of us, right? We picked the same church. (laughs) And we listened to a sermon and Kevin's like, this is like listening to you. Like this is, this is you just in another person talking, right? So we decided that was going to be the church we took Jason to. And we get up there and I could just tell he wasn't well. No wonder he didn't feel like doing anything. He was sick. He was really, really sick. So we walk into church and... There was this woman, and I'm going to leave her name off because I haven't really uh, asked her if I had permission to share her name or anything. Maybe I'll have her in my red tent conversations. (laughs) But walked in, and she was um, right there. She introduced herself, and you know me. I'm like you, and I'm like, I'm Maria, and we're here. This is my son, and he's interning, and he needs a church away from home, and he needs a mama. And that woman said, I'll be his mama, just like that. No hesitation. She sat with, it was like you, like I'm, like mm-hmm. I am, just instantly was like, I'll be his mama. She sat down with us. We went to breakfast the next day. I went and um, there's some, like, again, I don't have permission to talk about the full story. So we prayed about some things. And then as I was leaving, I just felt so impressed to share my concern from observing Jason the day before. And 
I said, I just feel like he's dying. And she says, well, mama, I'm an ER nurse. And she says, I don't think he's there. I don't think he's, let's pick him up and go to an emergency room, but I've got a friend and I will get him an appointment. And she got him an appointment and I shared how I thought maybe it might be some diabetes related, like maybe blood sugar, but I didn't know. I just, I knew he was dying. And so we had to pick up and leave. And as we were leaving, it was the next day he was going to be going to the doctors, but Kevin had to get back home for work. And, um, we're driving home and he receives a phone call that his dad's dying. So we diverted from, instead of coming to Ohio, we go to Pennsylvania and he's at end of life and we're sitting around with the family and we're talking end of life stuff. Um, and so mind you, we now, this is the next day we had driven all day from Portage, Indiana to Pennsylvania. And that's a long day's drive. And we get to see his dad. We're sitting around with family. We're talking about, you know, arrangements for end of life stuff. And I get the FaceTime and it's this woman with, with my son. And she says, mama, you were right. He was weeks from death. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could have knocked me over with a feather. And she said, um, it was diabetes and she says you can come home but he cannot be left alone and because they gave him an insulin shot and this was the other blessing the person that she took him to had an a1c machine in the office they never have those in the office and they tested him and he maxed out the a1c so he maxed out at 14 and it was higher than that when they actually tested his blood yes. sugar and um they gave him insulin immediately, right then and there, to get his blood sugar down, and um, and then they just—I don't know why they did it this way—but then they tested his blood sugar, and it was in the five, almost five hundred, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, the doctor said you're lucky to be alive, and we were giving him space. He could have been dead in that room that nobody would have known until the cleaning lady came mm -hmm. and found his body. Mm -hmm. you know and so <clears throat> she says mama you can come home you know, you can come here um and take care of him but he can't be left alone tonight i said i'll never make it like i'm in pennsylvania like i don't have enough hours mm -hmm. to get back there and she says well i'll bring him to my house mm -hmm. and i'll take care of him and i said you're I, and i knew so as we were saying it's like she had something I did not have that my son needed. And if I was a, a, if I was a closed unit and the only one that could be in my family was me, my son would have died. Yes. But because he had somebody who had something to give him that was fresh living water, mm -hmm. he lived. Mm -hmm. And not only lived, but lived with um, abundance right? So she's this ER nurse. Her husband is a retired, um, fire chief EMT trained who also had diabetes. So they were literally the best husband and wife team 
that could have taken care of my son and educate him on what he was now dealing with. Mm-hmm. We went back up there after we dealt with Kevin's dad passing away. And <clears throat> um, I was a hot mess. And we went back to church and I know God healed my baby because then he started getting sick from the medicine because his blood sugar was too low. And this woman again took him back (laughs) into her home and, you know, like she had had him for like a week and then it was like, we get back up there and then she takes him back into her home and she's monitoring him going in there, checking, you know, all, I mean, I couldn't have done that. I didn't know to do that. I didn't know how to do that. My learning curve mm-hmm. would have gotten in the way, whereas she could just very easily, it was rote memory. She does this day in and day out. She could do all these things and explain what was going on and be aware of what would need to be an emergency situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a blessing, mm-hmm. you know? And I ha- if I was a closed person, I'd have gotten in my vehicle and I'd have drove him back up there. And I'd have taken care of him myself, but I knew, and I made the harder decision that said, God gave me his best. Why would I kick that to the curb to give my son, my son, something less than the best? That's right. And so now it's like this beautiful relationship has developed and we still are in community and I get to have, you know, what a blessing, Mm -hmm. what a blessing. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's kind of what we talked about is just having that fresh water, those be open that it might come in and then that stream may dry up and it may never come back into my river again, Mm -hmm. but what a blessing for when it did. And I think so many times people are afraid of the relationship ending that they don't yes. actually like experience that stream coming in. Yes. Does that make sense? It does. And it's, it's, uh, another good, uh, red tent pearl, a nugget. <laughs> I am grateful you decided to come walk a mile with me. Your host, Maria Wingard on the bridging broken to breakthrough podcast for our red tent conversations to find out how Jesus bridges broken to breakthrough and to listen to past episodes, please visit hopewillarise.com. And thanks for listening today.